Yo, now we're just straight up nothing. We're live, we're naked. What do you mean? Complete nutrition, the new challenge people. Do they know that they're supposed to go get scanned? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say. I don't know if they knew it. I sure do. I sure do. Cool. All right. Well, Sarah. Oh, Ron. Are you, are you excited for the first ever CrossFit with the podcast? Absolutely. Absolutely. Honored to be on. This is it. You're the, you're the inaugural uh, guest. Dope. Um, I feel like it's going well so far. Yeah, I don't think I've said um yet. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, so maybe I said um already a couple times. <clears throat> so you have, to, you have to say you have to do a burpee every at the time end. Say, every um, time you say um, we're gonna right, see who the, who has for everybody the that everybody that's listening. If you keep a tally, so report back in case we miss them because we're probably not gonna listen to this. <laughs> Because it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> weird. It's kind of weird. Um, there's on. one. <laughs> Put that on the board. Okay. Well, we're here at the CrossFit Ufta podcast. Uh, get to know you special. I'm sitting here with Coach Sarah, and we are just gonna rifle through some questions. Just some some things that are fun to uh, go through and get to know Sarah a little bit. For those of you that don't know her that well. She, where she came from, what she's up to, what she's, uh, what her life's about. So, without further ado, here we go. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. So Sarah's got a uh, cool background. What, uh, Sarah? Where, where are you from? Not from Fargo. Not from Fargo. Not from Fargo. Do you get about ninety percent of people think I'm from Fargo because my accent. Oh really? But I'm from Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Grand Rapids. About three hours north of here. Straight north shot here. up 169. Oh, it is. Yeah. Is there is there like a, a famous landmark there or something? Is there? Home of Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Yeah. Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah. Her she house. She passed away recently, didn't she? I don't know. I know her slippers were stolen from the museum. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. That, that was confused. big news. Big news. So Grand Rapids was born and raised in Grand Rapids. Born and raised. And um, you went to high school there? Went to high school. The GRHS Thunderhawks. Go Thunderhawks. <laughs> <laughs> did you, what did you, did you play, um, did you play sports in high school? Yes, played basketball all throughout elementary, middle, and high school, and then played tennis as well from the time I was about probably six to till a few years ago. <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> Did you, there's a side, little side question. So just so you guys know, I gave Sarah like a 20 questions um, page. <clears throat> that, but we're going to throw some extras in there and throw some extra questions in there. Can't wait. Um, do you have any tattoos? I have three of them. You have three? Three. Oh. I have... Well, one of them is spurred from a question that, answer that you just I'll gave. save the best for last. <laughs> I have a, a carpe diem on my right rib cage 
you can read it upside down. So if I do a handstand, you can still read carpe diem, means seize the day. I have sorellina, means little sister in Italian under my left armpit. Okay. Um, and then I have Michael Jordan tattoo <laughs> on my ankle. Right. Coolest one. Right. That's a good conversation starter. Yeah, right. From your illustrious high was a baller. basketball career. Yeah. Were you good at basketball? I mean, I wasn't awful. I could dribble a ball and uh -huh. was thinking about going to a D2 school to play. What, but I don't know much about basketball. What is there like a, did you play a position? I was a two or a shooting guard. Yeah, okay. kind of mixed between a point guard and uh, forward. So does that mean that you do a lot of shooting or more or less? Shooting guard, okay. yeah, three-pointers, Who Who are the people in the basketball that like rough people up? Is there like a specific position that you get to like? Uh, the posts post? kind of get a little dirty, yeah. but I threw a few elbows. <laughs> Pushed a girl off stage at the state tournament, actually. <laughs> Grand Rapids, everybody plays dirty. Yeah. Plays dirty. Yeah. Um, cool. Where did you, so from there you went, to you went to college? Went to college at University of North Dakota for all four years. Got my degree in communications. Uh, and then I played tennis there for three years. How do you feel about the Fighting Sioux logo controversy? What's your... Uh, it's... I don't pay too much attention to it anymore. And during, it was kind of like, whatever. Yeah. We got to wear Sioux stuff for our first year. And then could not wear any Sioux stuff anymore. So that kind of... Oh, so it's been going on since for that long. Yeah, we were only one year. I was the first year I was there. They actually were even like debating and talking about we couldn't have what, logos on anything. What years did you go to? Two thousand ten through two thousand fourteen. Ten to fourteen. Okay. Wow, I've been out of college for a long time. <laughs> Coming up on five years. And so you you went to UND, Fighting Sioux. You got a degree in communications, which is why you're such a good communicator. Oh yeah, that, definitely. Was there? A, did you take an entire course on handwriting, or was that is that just something that comes naturally? That just comes naturally. Yeah. I took a calligraphy class in high school, which really? was my favorite class, hands down. Seriously. Mm -hmm. What did I mean? What is that exactly? It's like those pens, those slanted pens in ink, mm -hmm. and the curly cursive writing. You get and real in Grand Rapids. Yeah, they don't mess around. So handwriting is one of your one of your passions. Yeah. Penmanship, penmanship. <laughs> uh, and you played you played what sport in college? Tennis. Was tennis. on the tennis team for three years. Got a partial scholarship for that, so why not? Why not? Why not? Did you win a lot of matches? No. What was your record? Oh, your college record? Yeah, I, I didn't even pay attention. No? I know. No, I, I, that's when I actually became more interested in fitness mm -hmm. is in college. Um, I always liked working out, but uh, we had a bunch of strength and conditioning. We'd do five days a week. Every single day we'd do an hour to two hours of just strength and conditioning, which was when I kind of fell in love with the barbell. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Was it, do you feel, with your knowledge now, do you feel like that was a legit program or were there things that, <coughs> that you um, 
see that okay there was some holes in that or there was uh yeah looking back we had some pretty good strength i wish we could have done more olympic lifting Mm -hmm. um some of the other teams did snatch and clean and jerk and stuff but we stuck mainly with deadlifting a lot of back squatting i wish i could back squat like i could in college yeah yeah big numbers big numbers and we did some strict press and a little bit overhead but a lot of just big leg work and then working on explosive dynamic movements that sort of stuff for tennis Mm -hmm. cool do you think like those skinny little tennis girls that you see on tv do they do a lot of that stuff you think for sure (laughs) yeah lots of squats sure probably not heavy but to get in there yeah uh, what did you um, take away from your your college sporting career? It sounds like maybe you lost your passion for tennis. Yeah, I t- truthfully I never liked tennis. Mm-hmm. I used it more as an opportunity to help pay for college and still have that team aspect. Yeah, I really like being on a team. So one one of the big, I mean, biggest thing was learning how to communicate with people, work mm-hmm. on work on a team, work in a you know community based environment all the time. It was pretty pretty key. I mean, we had multiple multiple fourteen hour van rides to Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. So having you know to deal with people on a very intimate level we got stranded one time do you have a good um road game that you would you guys would play in the van to keep like some like the license plate game or the the billboard alphabet game or whatever i don't even did you guys do that no we mainly we had wi-fi in our van so everyone basically had their headphones and just netflix the whole time (laughs) our coach would always put on these talk radios that were just horrific. Terrible. Yeah. Wi-Fi in the van. Nice, nice. So, um, got the uh, got the the community sportsmanship yeah. aspect. Took that away. Yeah. Uh, and then you moved to. Did you grad? You graduated, and what then? What happened? Graduated, moved down to St. Paul to work at Shamrocks. <laughs> it was my dream was that job. It was. Like, <laughs> It was my dream job when I was like 10 years old. My dad brought me to the Nook. Yeah. I'm eating this burger. and I think I probably ate it in about a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. And my dad looks and I was like, that was the best burger I've ever had. When you're eight years old. When I'm like eight years old. I look at him and I go, I want to work here when I get older. (laughs) Swear to God. I want to work here. So I finished college and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna fulfill my I'm gonna childhood, fulfill my childhood dream, and I'm gonna go working at the Nook sisters sister store. Yeah, Brother. right down the street from Randolph on West Seventh, right down. For from those the of you XL. who don't have never been to Shamrocks, St. Paul, West Seventh Street, yeah. West Seventh Street, down down the way from uh, Excel towards the airport, and it's a glorious hole in the wall. Beautiful. It doesn't quite call, qualify as a hole in the wall. I wouldn't say it's. It's a big hole in the wall. It's a big hole. The nook would definitely be a hole. In the yeah, wall. nook's a hole in the wall. But uh, I've I've 
I've never lower class there. dining. Lower class. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with lower really class good dining. food. You worked. How, how long did you work there? You worked there for a minute, uh, didn't you? two two years. I want to say two years at the at the at the at, at the Rock. Yeah. And uh, and so what? How did you get into? What were you doing? Like, what was your stair stepping to CrossFit from moving down to here? Yeah. So after my third year of tennis, I lost the passion for the game altogether. Needed a break. Still loved the fitness part. It was like I gotta work out. What can I do? Well, I'd actually gotten into a little weight loss journey there. I started cleaning up my diet. I ended up losing 25 pounds, lost my freshman 25, got back down to a pretty lean, lean weight and figured, why don't I just do a figure competition? Okay. Got some, got some pipes on me, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got some muscles. No, I know how to work out, so let's do it. So, so I did a, you moved down, down to the city. Uh, did a figure a... competition my senior year oh, of college. college. Oh, okay. So that was back then. Yep. All right. My all right. senior year, spent the year training, working out, eating chicken and rice. If this was like a like a video podcast, we'd flash up a cool picture right now. But <laughs> in my head, Sarah's in the high heels yeah. and the she's, smiling she's, bikini. She's brown like the. She's like, she, I was if she was to lay on the couch in the gym, you wouldn't see her. <laughs> That's completely accurate. Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> completely invisible. See, that, that was your senior year at college. Yep. And that's when you met Erin? That's when I met Erin. Uh, no, I knew her. You knew her? My sophomore year of college oh, is okay. when I met her. Was she going to college there? Or how did mm-hmm. she... I met her back at my hometown. Oh, great. But dude brought me into okay. the Herbalife Shake place that mm-hmm. she was working at up there. In GR? In GR. So you did that? Did she you win? Did you on. win this this fit? Like this? I didn't lose. I got uh, third place. Okay. Third place in the tall novice division. Tall novice. So you're you're a tall. Yeah, I'm tall. Apparently, so five these, seven and a half. You see a lot of these girls doing this stuff, and they're just little mini people. Right? I know. Like they're tiny. They're like five foot, five four and under. It's like yeah Itty bitty. and what'd you take away from that experience what was your uh good bad indifferent glad you did it what i mean what definitely learned i can't walk in heels <laughs> that's that's for sure it was like bambi i wish i had video of me trying to learn how to walk it was so bad did you see that that meme video i think who posted that girl with the tall red uh, tall red heels who just like super wipes out in the shoe store. Did you see that no. one? Oh my god. I, 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 I want to say it was Ong that posted it a couple weeks ago and it, I must have watched it ten times <laughs> just about <laughs> died each time. Um, so walking in heels is hard. Walking and in heels is hard. Uh, the nutrition part was super challenging, very restrictive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean towards the end I was super lucky in the sense that I got to eat a lot of carbs compared to most girls. A lot of girls have to cut carbs, sure. but I'm, I kind of have the body type where my body loves, loves carbs. So got to keep those in pretty good moderation throughout. Uh, then what else did I learn? So the dieting was definitely a good challenge. I've never been so 
strict as I mm -hmm. was during that mm -hmm. part. Kind of learned what I what lifestyle I don't want to live. Right, right. But it was definitely a good experience in that I know I can do it. That I have the dedication to not eat a donut, and you know, <laughs> you don't have in a to. month you don't have to. You just right. want to. Right. Um, and I think I think I think a lot of people <clears throat> that see those. I mean, they, they obviously realize that there's commitment and dedication and stuff that goes into that, but probably under, would you say that you underestimated what it would take to get there? Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. it was, I had no life. Yeah. I mean, it was college. You couldn't go out and drink. I was, I'd go home and I'd finish class, go hit the gym, go home, sit in my bedroom, and my bedtime snack was edamame. Was edamame. Little salted edamame, I just popped those. And just sit in my room and not have <laughs> try not to think try about not to think about partying and, and donuts. Yeah. What um, the so you so bodybuilding was a big part of that. Yep. So you have a little bit of that. Yeah. Know how of cranking out weights and curls and tricep yeah. extensions. It was pretty bad. I actually got down to only being able to curl five pounds my last week. So I was really? so, I was cutting back just, and you have to taper and I was up. so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hungry and weak, it was the only bad. Thing I can think about it now, how hungry I was. Yeah, just, I lost a lot of muscle in the last two weeks. Really? I cut, yeah. So is the idea like you pounds. try to like kind of overcompensate because you, you know you're going to... You want to get big, yep. Planning on you're gonna reduce some of that. Yeah, trying to get as lean as you can those last two weeks. And Aaron coached you through this. Aaron. Aaron Albert. Albert. Mm -hmm. Aaron Albert coached you through this. Yeah. Had she done this before? Was this? Yep. So she so she'd done some figure stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She loved like, the way the girls' muscles looked. Thought mm -hmm. it was really cool. So I was like, Yeah, I want to try that. What the hell not? Yeah, and the po posing was hard. Posing. Posing. Lots. Yeah. There's a lot to that. Learned right? how to flex my lats, find my lats. That was <laughs> took a couple hours. <laughs> Did yeah. you have you seen uh, Camille, Camille's husband Dave, recently? <laughs> oh yeah, the Thunderbro. He did the. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. Why well, you know? That's... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a. What's his uh Klokov, the Olympic guy? He did a figure competition like. A year or two ago, I think. Yeah. Out of the blue. It's like, why not? I I would probably, if I could do, give me a month to just hone in the diet. If I stepped on stage, I think I'd look better now mm -hmm. than I did when I was training for it. Would just because go, the CrossFit would element. Would you pick a different color for your tan? <laughs> I'd Same pick color. red. <laughs> Go for the sunburnt look. I look really tan. I look really jacked just, and tan when I'm when I'm red. Raccoon tanning bed goggles. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, hey, oh, is this? What am I? What is this? Oh, it's a competition. Um, cool. So then from there, you uh, came down to Minneapolis, and you how'd you get into CrossFit? What was that? What happened there? I had a friend who. Knew I was bodybuilding. He lived down here. Was crossfitting. Was like, hey, I think you'd really like this crossfit thing. You should come try a class out. And this was at CrossFit White Bear. I was like, 
try anything once, was mm. just looking for a good workout, was bored at the gym, mm-hmm. had no one to work out with. This is where Jake comes in. This play. is where Jake comes in. Jake, uh, what's his, Wondersee. Wondersee. Got brought in. Jocko, a lot of people on the street call him Jocko, so if, if anyone listening runs into Jake Wondersee, just call him Jocko, throw him a can of Coors Light, or maybe, maybe Budweiser, <laughs> and uh, you guys be BFFs. <laughs> Yeah, so walked in there, did a free workout, signed up that day. Said, I'm in. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Is that the day it. you did muscle-ups, like, on your first day? Yeah, it was, like, that first month. Yeah. It wasn't too far in. He said, it was fun. said, hey, we'll see what are these muscle-ups What about? are these muscle-up things? He's like, he st- I don't think he could do them still. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I used to hang out with Jake, all he did was basically... He do, he's always doing bicep curls. Me and so me and I know Jake because we did uh we kind of get ganged up and did this um oh what was it we but we tried, we kind of gathered we tried to unify a lot of the um affiliates in town and get a sponsorship at to just get the CrossFit name out at the Warrior Dash back in Oh, nice. 2010, 11, something like that, probably 2010, maybe. That's kind of when I first hung out with, with Jake. He was, it's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, way back in the day. Um, but so you started, you cranked out LaFilma with CrossFit at White Bear, and then... Started right away. And then you met, when did uh, when's Cole Danger come into the picture? How did, how did that happen? Because then you started working out with him at... He was right Tonka, around right? the time... I started here. Oh, is that right? Coming here. Because I met you at, at the Sapphire. Sapphire place. Yep, I had just started. I had just met him at that point. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. You started working out at Minnetonka. Yeah, 2015. Oh. Worked out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Left White Bear. Was there for like. Maybe two weeks at Minnetonka. Oh, really? Like, just, and then that's when I started coming here. Sure. Sure. Ran into you at the nutrition club. Um, and so you've only, so you've been doing, your three-year anniversary is right. Like, coaching the, three years. Three-year coaching Three-year coaching is Thursday, tomorrow. Thursday, tomorrow. Whoa. How about that? I know. Nuts. So I've First, like, the, like when you pass your level one, is that what you're going off of? Yeah. Three years and I have level one. Yeah. What about um, when it, your CrossFit anniversary? When do you have that? November or December of 2014. So a little over sure. four years. Okay. Sweet. And in that time, did you entertain the thought of like maybe going to the games or being that type, being that for maybe? In yeah, definitely. I. Uh, not so much the first year i was just so infatuated with crossfit itself mm-hmm. and learning everything and trying to get good at everything and then i did a competition that summer and i was like well god that was that was fun yeah yeah and then did my first open mm-hmm I don't think I've ever hurt so bad <laughs> and had so many frustrations in that first year. Was that the, that wasn't the timer year, was it? Was that the second year? That was, that was my third, third, fourth, third, fourth one. Yeah, oh, the timer. 
too soon. Too soon. Uh, but no, I want. I definitely had the aspirations of mm -hmm. it. It was. It would be cool. not even the games, but definitely regionals mm -hmm. when those were still around. Right. Now you gotta go to Dubai. Now I gotta go to all the way to Dubai just to try and get in, and that's <laughs> yeah, too far. Is that still something that you're interested in, or has that taken not a so much? Or? The last, I'd say, year and a half, two years. Ever since I crown, I crowned my title at Dakota. Games. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, the just the last year and a half, two years. And especially with the changes mm -hmm. and realizing that there's more to life than making it to the games. You know, there's mm -hmm. such a small percentage of people that are actually going to make it. Sure. And what you have to give up in order to make it there just didn't really match with kind of where I was wanting to go, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so that was. You didn't want to spend Friday nights eating edamame. Friday nights eating edamame, and you know it's yeah, it's definitely you gotta be all in. Yeah. And kind of, you know, there's I definitely love CrossFit, but I think there's more to CrossFit than competing. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely. Right. What um. <clears throat> And so your nutrition focus um, has come in many forms. Personally, you've experimented with a lot of nutrition throughout probably your competitive training, trying different things. Yeah, I tried um, the all beer diet in college. Diet. You know, that worked out well. It's, it's got its place. <laughs> it's got its place. So if we ever do the beer mile, you're a shoe-in. I'm, yeah. Shoe-in You want that. me on your team, definitely. <laughs> the... Um, what have you what, have you sort of made any discoveries or breakthroughs as far as with nutrition that has um, uh, sort of you know shed light on oh wow okay you know just like a, like an aha moment or you know through your I would say through your CrossFit training that that uh, has made a huge difference one way or the other. Yeah, so I. I mean, going from the one spectrum of eating only chicken and broccoli to there's been a point where I ate, I mean, I, I worked at a bar, you mm -hmm. know, for two years. It was like you'd have a burger or every burger. shit. Yeah, it was, I gained quite a bit of weight and, you know, I've been on that spectrum of, I was a little overweight in college. I'm at, well, I'm actually the same weight now that I was in college but I carried it a lot differently mm -hmm. in college. And just finding the balance between the two mm -hmm. and trying to find that optimally healthy lifestyle sure. where it's, you know, I'm going to eat meats and veggies and nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar as much as I can. But if something comes around where it's like it's – your birthday, I'm going to have a donut. Like somebody leaves a box of donuts on your desk. On my desk at work, yeah. I'm going to eat, I'm not going to eat the whole box, right, but, right. Let's you know, have, I'm going to, I can have one and not get so mad at myself that I just say completely screw the diet or macros or whatever I may be on, yeah. you know. 
Right. So just finding that balance is what I've enjoyed. Okay, commercial so break. Commercial break. Commercial break. We're back. Um, what we're we talking about? You are finding a, a happy, healthy balance mm -hmm. between eating real foods and giving yourself a treat. Once Not in a getting while. too pissed off. Not when you when crazy. you have a pizza night, it's okay. I don't. Yeah. Right. You right. don't have to go to eat McDonald's the next day and the next day just because you had one screwed bad day. Up. Yeah. Good. Um, and so, and, and so, probably over the last what six months or so, you've kind of, or maybe a year. Probably about a year, year now. You've been uh, working with other people on their diets and their nutrition situation, and um, how's that? Uh, how are you liking that? It's good. I really, really enjoy it more than I thought I would. Mm -hmm. Super cool to be challenged just because every single person is so different and sure. what they need and their goals and desires and whatnot. So it's kind of neat to be able to help someone to find their happy, healthy balance. So nutrition's a big struggle for a lot of people. Most people. Most people struggle with, uh, with, with their diet. Some There are some people out there who don't like like my wife, who sucks because she can just not eat and never really gain any weight and can take it off easy, but that's that's not common. Um, most people have issues with that balance. I think that you're talking about, mm -hmm. right? Is that I mean, what are you finding as the more people that you work with? What are you are you seeing any trends or common themes of other than everybody's different? Yeah, I mean. A lot of people, for one, don't know much about nutrition, okay. so they don't, you know, they don't know much about macros or most protein, people know. Carbs and well, most fat. people know that they should eat less if they want to weigh. If less. they want to weigh less, right? yeah, should eat less. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then people, yeah, people just don't have much of a. They kind of have that '80s and '90s mentality of. I mean, are we still running? Are you still here? No, low fat, low. Like, I mean, are those still things that you're? People get pretty scared of fats and carbs, mm -hmm. and those are the two biggest things I play around with in people's diets. Is mm -hmm. you know, some people respond better to carbs, some people don't, and and the fats are definitely. It's like, well, I can't eat fats, and yeah. it's like, not at all. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, so it's in. The amount of food, too, mm -hmm. is definitely, people don't know how much to eat, and it's all calorie counting when mm -hmm. calories are kind of like the last thing I yeah. care about. Yeah. Calories and the number on the scale. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> what do you think, I mean, what are the, what are the biggest issues that people, I mean, People's probably staying on task in consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Being, you know, held accountable. It's like, yeah, who when you have that bad weekend where Friday night you had pizza and then Saturday you went to brunch and then just kept it going and had a burger that night. Mm -hmm. And after that it's like people, you know, you don't have anyone there to 
shun you or ask you what you ate and you know or just anyone having anyone to talk to about yeah. nutrition sure that's sure. what I kind of find I've because <clears throat> people get on the internet and they start digging around and then and then people get overwhelmed and mm. frustrated so they just quit completely and don't know if it doesn't work after two days it must not it be must working. not be working gotta yeah. find something else to try after I take a couple weeks off of yeah <laughs> right and it's like a <clears throat> cycle it's a cycle um <clears throat> what how so how are you helping people with this I mean what is your what is your uh, angle of you know with this with nutrition coaching and nutrition guidance what's what do you offer people that have these issues just annoy the shit out of people. Get on. <laughs> Always on them. Would just, you eat? Just know that if you don't text me back, you, you have to text me burpees. back, you're going to get a bunch of blown up text <laughs> messages. Uh, no, I... Helping people find that balance um, by trying different things, mm -hmm. you know, going weeks, week by week, talking about what they should be eating, not coming up with realistic goals sure. and then sticking to them yeah. is kind of what I offer and my best, the best way I've found in kind of sticking to something. Short-term goals, long-term goals. Yep. You know, what's your long-term, what do you want in the long-term? Mm -hmm. How can we get there? Yeah. You know, week by is it week. A, is it a one size fits all situation? No. Ev just like one piece of paper that you slide everybody and be like, let me know how it goes or nope every you know everyone's gonna be completely different mm -hmm. you know what you eat is completely different from what i eat completely different from what amber eats mm -hmm. you know there's just so so much that goes into finding out what works for everyone sure and i think what what works doesn't isn't necessarily what's the magic calorie number or magic macro number it can it's also how much are you willing to sacrifice to get mm -hmm. where you want to go right that's like that's a piece that a lot of people i think don't quite want to face as they're thinking about changing their diet changing their nutrition is like okay well maybe your journey is going to be different than what you want it to be because your goals are great but they don't match up with the dedication you're willing to put into it yeah right definitely and that's you know everyone's you can't make people eat certain things and you can't make people i can't be there every single time it's time to eat yeah you know and measure out your food and whatnot so like you said it's how much are people willing to put in you know i, I can give as much assistance as I can an encouragement, but the person or you ultimately, you know, are kind of in charge of what what you put in mm -hmm. your body. And I'm just going to hopefully be that little voice in the back <laughs> of your head that's like, don't eat that. Or, you know, it's like, or, God, I or let's eat. eat that. But now we, we got to do but a now we gotta get back to get to back it. on track. Right. And I think that's a part that a lot of people sort of get wrong is that oh i screwed the diet up now it's broken yeah and it's not broken it's 
Yeah. Just like I always tell my clients you know, that I'm never going to shun people for right. eating bad things. Yeah. I encourage it. You know, at one point, I allowed myself one cheat meal a week. But yeah, do you do that with your clients? Do you, I mean, do you schedule in cheat meals? I mean, on a, some, on a general basis? Yeah, I tell them. I, as soon as, I believe that if you start restricting things, that's when you're going to want them more. Mm-hmm. Like, when you tell me I can't eat a donut, I'm only going to think about donuts, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's, I don't like to tell people you can't eat this during this time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, hey, if there's a birthday party, if there's something, if you're, a lot of the times, most of the times people are getting emotional eat. Yeah. Eating comes from emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's okay. If you had a bad day and wine is that crutch, it's like, it's okay to have that one glass of wine but what are you going to do to make up for it? Right. You know, are you going to go to the gym extra or, okay, tomorrow morning starving solid and having my veggies and eggs and, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So I always encourage people, you know, if you're going to plan for a cheat meal, eat really well that day. Yeah. If it's, if you don't, if you don't plan on it, you know, how can we be perfect that backfill. next day got a backfill the yeah. next day right yeah um what and and you you uh have told people in the past that you can zone a donut right if, <laughs> you can if zone anything <laughs> if you put like half a scoop of protein how yeah how donut. do you zone a donut like i mean if i go half to scoop of protein i go to sandy's donuts and they're as big as my head is that the same as zoning a no donut ball i mean is it you pr- could probably eat would you say, as a general rule, donuts are probably going to be on the fringes of a good uh, reduction diet plan? Is that is that accurate to say that it's not probably going to be uh, a staple? Yeah, donuts probably you can't do those every day, unfortunately. <laughs> I tried that. I try to. I try. I try to help people understand that you know we're talking about paleo diets and processed foods and you know just sugar in general. You know, even a hundred years ago. Is recent, you know, like sugar was a big deal. You it was know? huge. Like, like if you got a piece of candy on your birthday, like whoa. Yeah, like, chocolate. A yeah. piece of a chocolate bar was right. Right, it's a huge thing, and now now we're just shoveling it. Unfortunately, in. people just you know think, oh, I, I deserve a treat today every day, <laughs> you know, or and it's just it only I, it, wasn't there. Crazy. In that podcast we listened to, the Lustig one, they were talking about sugar and how it was like you could only get it. It was for the... Like one week of the year. Yeah. For the the, the rich of the rich. Yeah. Like it was, it was a treat and now it's, and that's, you know, that's that's probably another podcast altogether. Yeah. The ravages of our current situation. Um... So zoning donuts is possible, but not when you not, not not the ideal. foundation of your of your nutrition guidance. Yep. And so you um, you help people with nutrition, uh, kind of on a private one on one basis, right? Yep. Yeah. And you charge how much? How much do people pay for that? That want your help? It is for two months. I like to have people for at least two months. Mm-hmm. You can start a good base with one month but i think two months is a really great place to start and to 
develop a relationship and to kind of get to know each other and give the diet some time mm -hmm. and play around with some stuff. So two months is $150 for two months. Otherwise, uh, $100 for a month. $100 for a month. Yep. Okay. Um, cool. And how would people, somebody that wants to, wants your help, how do they go about doing it? Do they have to leave Get a note? Get my leave DMs. A, leave a note, leave a what's, note. what's that song? Slide into your DMs. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> so weird, yeah. <laughs> leave a note on your car, put a something. Right in Louise's dust, <laughs> dirty windshield. Get, uh, just get a hold of you, right? Yeah. Text you. Reach out, say, hey, I'm interested. Email you, get in your, uh, get in your DMs, Instagram, um, Facebook, anything, get a hold yeah. of you. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. <clears throat> what, uh, what's your favorite CrossFit workout? <sighs> Not Mitch's birthday workout. <laughs> Uh, probably DT. 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 The hot and fast barbell. Just some Stand barbell cycling, fast, hurt. Mm -hmm. Get in, get out. Just a barbell fight. Right. Russell my kind of yeah, my kind of jam. DT. All right. What uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I got another four months to decide. <laughs> uh. D undecided. Undecided. Still figuring it still, out. Me too. Still Me trying too. to figure it out. Me too. Um, what is your favorite um, pair of shorts? We're just, we're just, who makes the shortest shorts who out makes there? Who the, the shortest? In the short game. I haven't found the perfect short shorts, but Reebok has a couple lately. That are pretty short. Reebok's coming out with Watch some your butt cheeks hang out. Extra shorties. Yeah. Super shorts. Yeah. Extra short super shorts. Um, what's one thing at the gym that you wish you could change that you would like to see done differently or changed for any anything from the appearance of the gym to the behaviors of the clients to anything. anything. Yeah. What's, what's something you'd like to see change? I would say members complaining less. Complaining less. Complaining less and I guess kind of goes hand in hand but less negativity. Right. And I'm at fault too. Mm -hmm. It's it's crazy how contagious one negative statement can have sure. on the whole community. Yeah. You know, if the co if you walk in and you're crabby, it's like, well, I'm gonna probably be crabby too. Mm -hmm. You know, or if I'm crabby, the members aren't as happy, and so it's super contagious and effect. Uh, um, what's the word? Just contagious. Yeah. yeah, it spreads. You know. It spreads twice as fast as positivity. That's yeah, for sure. it's crazy. So yeah. even though if we don't, or sometimes we joke about it too, like, all right, we're doing junkyard dog, and you'll hear some, oh, right, right, or, right. you know, we're running, let's run a 400, and people mm -hmm. are like, oh, I hate running, or, you know, rolling yeah, today, and right? it's like, you kind of do it out of your subconscious, and just becoming aware of that. And how it affects a group mm -hmm. would be my 
my biggest thing. Yeah, I, th I think people uh, in general, I mean, especially, I don't know if it happens in other sports, but like in CrossFit, people sort of will buffer the, what they know their weaknesses are by like, you know, oh, I'm so bad at that. You know, even though they're like really, you know, even like you hear people, you know, the games athletes are like, oh, God, I hate this, you know, or I'm really bad. It's like, you know, you're fucking good at it. Yeah. You know, like you're not maybe it's harder than you want it to be, you know, but even things like that just really kind of set the tone for taking away from someone else's experience. I think that that's, yeah. that's probably what gets me the most about complaining is that, you know, if you if you have a complaint, keep it to yourself because you don't need you don't have the you don't have the right to influence someone else's yeah. outlook on and what's it makes me happen. crabby yeah when i'm coaching and people are complaining it puts me in a bad mood and you yeah. don't want me in a bad mood <laughs> i want you coaching in a bad mood all right uh last question last question what is in all of those bags what do you I've, you've, your bag count has I'd gone tell up. You, you, you but then I'd a... have to kill you. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the bag queen. Did you ready for I anything? I have, yeah, I have a gym bag. Have all my gym essentials. I have a food bag. But also in the food bag, I have a, a beverage bag. A beverage bag. You have to have beverages. And then I have. A clothes bag inside of my gym bag. I have so many bags. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it looks like there's four bags, but there could be up to six or eight there's bags. Probably there's probably like ten. It's kind of like my that's my mom. My mom I would do that. How many bags? So bad. <laughs> it's a lot of bags. All right. Well, Sarah, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out and doing this. And um, I hope people listening enjoyed, learned a little bit more about you. And if you want to. Get a hold of Sarah and have her lock in your nutrition and get you uh, to that next level of performance or, um, you know, just health. Reach out. She's at Sarah, Sarah S at CrossFitUfta.com. You've got her Sarah Facebook page. Sarah Stej Strong. Stay Strong, S-T-E-J-S-T-R-O-N-G on Instagram. Or um, I have two Facebooks. I have a personal and a business coaching face coaching page or just leave her a note on her car <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening uh stay tuned we'll be doing some more of these coming up in the future if you're interested in doing one of these interviews with uh with with coach jay then just send me a message let me know that you're interested and we'll get you on the schedule to uh, have an interview so that everybody knows how awesome you are and what you got going on in your life okay take it easy peace deuces